remember so clearly It seems like just the other day We were two kids falling in love But now we're full grown, baby Hey, what's going on, family? Good morning, good morning, good afternoon, good night. Whenever you're viewing this podcast, thank you guys so much for joining us on AP and Toya Podcast. Of course, I am AP. And I'm Latoya. Welcome, welcome, welcome. To what we call this one? Convos? At home convos. At home convos. <laughs> At home yeah, convos. Yeah. Rhonda, is that right? As an English teacher, I feel like that's just not good English. Don't talk to Rhonda yet. She just, <laughs> she just started. All right, don't talk to her yet. We didn't introduce her yet. I don't, right. I don't think I don't think his English is correct. Well, yeah. anyway, we started this new series where we wanted to interview some people that we uh, are think that are amazing people, that are people we love to follow on Instagram, people that are just good human beings in general, you know? And so we have a special, special person coming on the podcast today. She's like a little sister. We're so proud of her. So much stuff she's yeah. accomplished. And I want to let my wife introduce our guest. So, for all our listeners, this is Dr. Rhonda Antoine. Hey. Hello, everybody. Welcome. How are you? Hello. Yeah. Yes. Welcome to the show, Rhonda. Um, we've known Rhonda for years yeah. now. I want to say time. over 14 years because oh, okay. I yeah. didn't even have Jordan yet, and Jordan's turning 14. And Rhonda's like a little sister to to everybody, right? In yep. the in the group, she's yep, the yep. sister of our our really good friend, uh, Crystal. Yeah. Shout out to Crystal What's Adams. Up, Chris? Hey, sis. Um, yeah, Rhonda, <laughs> we're just so proud of you. We're proud of your journey. We're proud of how far you've um, you've come. You're yeah. just a, a young black woman killing a game. Homeowner, <laughs> doctor now. Got yeah. her doctorate. What else? She, she's not. Yoga instructor, no, Yoga I'm joking, instructor. I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> nah, she's just doing her thing, and we're just yes. so proud of you, Rhonda. Man, it's like, yeah, everything that you put your mind to, you've accomplished. So we wanted to get you on the podcast because we know that you are. Uh, what? Well, wait, wait, before we do that, introduce yourself, Rhonda. Yeah. We've been talking all, all this time. Introduce yourself. Okay. Well, my name is Doctor Rhonda Antoine, and I'm Come an on, educator. Man. I'm based in New York, um, New York City. And I am an English teacher, currently an English te- teacher, middle school and high school. I've taught for the past 10 years. And over the summer, I'm in, I'm a summer school educator, um, administrator, really. I'm an assistant principal. Um, so yeah, that's about, me. that's about it. Graduated my yeah, doctorate I- degree from St. John's, sorry. And I have my bachelor's from Temple <laughs> University. <laughs> and Rhonda did all of this debt free, right, Rhonda? Yes, yes. What? Yes. Oh wow, that's debt free. I know Rhonda is just. I'm. I'm telling you, Rhonda is that just killing it as a black woman out so, here. Yeah, 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 sorry. But um, no, I was just gonna say, like, we're just we're so proud of you. Thank you. We wanted Thank to have you. you on the show because I know a lot of parents, including us, we're just struggling right now. We're so used to dropping our kids off at the bus. Mm-hmm. Picking them back up, doing a few homework assignments and all this stuff. And now we've become, um, we're homeschooling. Yep. Now we're homeschooling. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I kind of, I kind of sort of like it on some days. No. Most. Yeah, <laughs> not like, at no. all. So we just wanted to have you on the show, Ron. Well, first thing, let's ask you, how have you been doing during this um, pandemic? So personally, I've been doing fine. However, I do have a lot of friends and family members who have lost um, some close ones to them, some dear ones to them. I've also had a lot of church members who unfortunately have passed and some who are still in the hospital. 
um, recovering. So, but overall, I've been fine. I haven't been sick, thank the Lord. Um, so, yeah, I'm doing well. Overall, I'm doing well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's good. That's yeah. good. So, Rhonda, um, help help us out. Help the parents out. Give us some ideas, any tips, or anything to keep us sane during this homeschooling period. Okay, so I would definitely say to um, just think positive. You know, this is the one time that you have to spend with your child. Typically, students are in a classroom with 30 other students, um, and they don't really have an opportunity to have one-on-one instruction with an adult. So this is the time that you can really um, focus in on your child's strengths and weaknesses and to really give them that one-on-one attention that they may, that they may need. Um, so that's one way to just think positive during this time. Um, also thinking about, you now we're in the age of technology um, and there's a lot of resources that are out there. Um, there's Khan Academy, there's a lot of things on YouTube where students can use that as a resource and, and as, as support so that they can get through these times, these challenging times. That was actually my next question because there's some parents um, that aren't tech, technolo- ah, techno- tech savvy. Oh my gosh, say, technologically. Tech savvy. Techno- oh Lord. <laughs> technologically. You were in uh, front of a doctor here. I know. Can you I'm act like, like, you, like you graduated oh, from somewhere? Thank you. For parents, don't shout out West Orange High School right now. <laughs> but so for parents that are not tech savvy, tech savvy yes. give us some advice. Cause girl, I was like Google Classroom, who, what, <laughs> how do I teach my eighth grader to yeah. submit an email? Like, like not my eighth grader, my 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 eight year old too. Yeah. How to how to do an email? Like, help us out. I know. Um, the good thing is that the the parents may not be as technolo- technologically savvy, but, uh, the, Got you too. <laughs> but the students are, the students are very familiar with different, you know, with the computer, different computer systems. And for the parents, I would definitely advise them to go into YouTube. There's a lot of how-to um, videos, how to use Google Classroom, how to do certain things on Google Classroom that will be helpful to the parents. And I would definitely still use the school as a resource, as a support. Um, the teacher is there to help the parents and to guide them through um, so that they can support their children. Um, so any questions that you have, I'll also say to reach out to the, to the teacher. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. I, as, you were, as you were talking, I was just thinking, we have a lot of friends that have um, five or more kids. Somebody didn't have cable. Somebody been getting it. <laughs> So we've had friends with five or more kids. What would you give? What advice would you give for especially for ones that have not only so like more kids, but that have younger kids mm-hmm. and adapting to using technology? Um, I would say that just keep in mind that each child is unique. Each child has different strengths and weaknesses. So what may work for one child may not work for another. Um, so just really um, knowing your child. Um, I would definitely say at the beginning of this um the, the beginning of this quarantine season, um, your child may need a lot of support. Um, but as time goes on, you can definitely um, let go a little bit, a little bit more, depending on the abilities of your child. But just keep it in mind that every child is different. Every child is unique and disrespect in their individuality, especially in terms of their learning style. Nice. Dope, That's dope. awesome. So I have a question. So our kids are on different schedules, right? So when they, they're used to getting up, going to school and things like that. Now, I think it's, we're trying to get a good schedule going with them doing the homework and, 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 
and, and keeping themselves busy and all this other stuff. And but we don't do a good job sometimes of following up on stuff. So what's what advice we give to parents who are trying to get their kids on a on a schedule for schoolwork? How how, how can we better uh, utilize our time making sure the kids are on a, a school schedule? Mm -hmm. Um, I would say that kids definitely are more effective when they have a routine. Um, so mm -hmm. making sure that there's a routine in place. Um, and I will also say, for example, I'm not a morning person, but I can stay up all night <laughs> and work. Mm -hmm. um, so for, let's say I'm a child, you know, I would say maybe the morning is not the best time to have them work in. You know, maybe noon, they can start their work noon until six. Um, but just making sure that you're consistent and you have a consistent routine in place for them. Gotcha. And oh, just yeah. mix Thank it up you. with That's fun. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, I'm happy you say that, Rhonda, because, you know, a lot of my friends, I was feeling bad, even coworkers, like a lot of them were waking their kids up like they wanted to maintain the same routine. Like usually my kids get up six, six, 15. And I'm like, now we actually no. don't have to wake up at six and six, 15. Like I don't I'm not waking my kid up at six fifteen. Like we're going to be home all day. So like let your body wake up naturally, whatever time you wake up. I mean, I don't want them sleeping in the bed 10, 11, you know, to noontime. Mm -hmm. But what, mm -hmm. let your body wake up naturally. Yes. You know, you get something to eat, get some breakfast, mm -hmm. you know, make up your bed, do a little chores, then start yeah. your, start your, you know, your thing. So thank you for helping me to not feel like a bad parent. Because I'm like, I'm no. not waking up. I don't want to wake up at 6.15. Why would I, I be waking I don't up my wake kid up at 6.15? <laughs> like, so... Right, so, so the kids, the kids are, are starting to get adjusted and things like that. And, and this is a new world for everybody, right? So, this is something that we definitely did not plan for. The world didn't plan for. You know, we just we're dealing with the hand that we're dealt right now, right? Yeah. So, how do you think this is affecting the children e emotionally? Like, you get to see the kids on a day to day basis. Mm -hmm. uh, how do you think they're handling? Especially, you you teach classes during the week on Zoom or no? Yes, I do. Yeah. Yeah. So how, how, how are your kids coping with this pandemic that's happening? Um, I would say that my kids are coping. I mean, they're all on different, they've all been affected by it differently. Um, but I like to do check-ins at the beginning of class. Um, I do play a video for them, social emotional video, which I can send so you guys can post as well. Um, and it's basically videos for students in this season um, to just remind them that they are resilient because I, I strongly believe that children are resilient and they will be okay. Um, yes, they may be affected by it, but as adults, we need to be um, in tune with our students and we need to know, we need to be proactive as well. Um, and we need to know which students need counseling. Um, and if you think that your, your child needs counseling, just keep in mind that there are a lot of um, counseling centers available especially at this time. But again, also using your school as a resource. The therapists are still available in the school, the school psychologists, the school counselors. Um, and they're the ones who really specialize in that social emotional piece, the, emo the emotional piece, yes. Awesome. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, Rhonda, what do you think? I, I'm always wondering now with everything going on, like what do you think the future of schools, you know, are gonna look like? Like is this, this online learning here mm -hmm. to stay? Um, so I think that, so we were not ready, we were not prepared for this at all. Um, so I think that kids are going to come back a lot more independent, um, and schools need to, need to make our kids more independent. Um, I think before maybe students didn't know how to necessarily send an appropriate email to teachers, um, but now they know how to send that email out because that's how we're communicating now. So just making sure that next time 
if it ever happens again, pray that it won't, but if it does happen again, we'll be more prepared and students will be able to independently work um, and they'll be a lot more techn technologically savvy with the computer. <laughs> yes, uh, that's that awesome. <laughs> See, y'all thought I was slow. Now, that doctor were, said it. Now, everybody like, oh, it's okay. Trip you up. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to ask ahead, this question. Look, look. So, you know, we're going through this pandemic, right? We've been mm -hmm. saying this all over and over. Now, we hear a lot of teachers saying, oh, my God, I miss my students so much. I really do. I miss my students. Oh no, my you gosh. see it on Instagram, yeah, too. Isn't they're, it? Instagram, they're showing Facebook. up. They're sitting in driveways six feet apart, like yeah. big notepads and mm -hmm. stuff, trying to teach kids how to do stuff. Are you doing that, too? Yeah, I saw pictures of teachers, like, rolling up in people's driveways and stuff, like, sitting on the driveway. Wow. Students at the top of the driveway, teachers at the end of yes. the driveway. They're, like, trying to show them how to do math and stuff. Yes. Okay. Ooh, I wish some teachers roll up in my driveway, girl, because that new math, what? Oh, my God. So, the question is, are you really, are teachers really missing their students? Okay, so I have no children at home. I have no children. So, personally, I do miss my students. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's pros and cons. It's pros and cons. You know, it's great to that in the that, comfort of your that home. That pause. That pause, um, though. <laughs> and I also, I, I'm meeting with my students regularly. Um, so right. I'm still able to, like, connect with them and things like that. Um, but my school, we did a caravan. It was, like, over 50 cars. Um, and we were driving throughout the neighborhood, you know, just showing the students love, waving from a distance. Um, it was just like a really warm moment, not only for the students, but also for the teachers. So I do think that we miss our students dearly. Um, however, what I can say is that as teachers, even though I, I don't personally deal with this, but as teachers, um, I think a lot of them deal with parent guilt. And that's because they spend maybe 10 hours with other people's children and they don't get to spend that time daily with their own. So this is a really good time for teachers to be able to connect with their own children, um, which is something that we don't really get to do. So that's good. We got some good teachers out there. Good teachers. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. We appreciate you guys now more yeah. than ever, man. Oh my Thank gosh. Yeah, but... So so Rhonda, what kind of student were you when you were in school? <laughs> so when you I can tell the truth, Rhonda. <laughs> so I would say that I was a good student, almost a teacher's mm -hmm. pet, but I had I hung out with all the cool kids. So everybody knew if you're trying to get in the click, be friends with Rana. She'll she'll bring you in. She'll bring you in. So I was I was I was a good mix. I was a good mix. Um, now, now, if we tag tag you on Facebook, where people disagree with this, and they were like, Rhonda was a nerd the whole no, time. No, I was just speaking to my friend from high school today, a couple hours ago, and she was saying the same thing. Like, Rhonda, you were still the same. Like, you know, nice, always nice to people. But I hung out with the, you know, the Rough Riders. Okay. What is that? <laughs> okay. Okay, next so, question. I don't even know what the rough uh -oh. riders are. Like, Figuring out the, the DMX and, and Eve and everything. Okay, all right. She DMX. She said she was in New York. Hey, DMX is out there preaching God's word. Okay, did you hear DMX preach? He sounds like he's like like yelling at you. Hey. Oh, God. Look, she said I, she was I, with I, the Rough Riders. I thought riders. you were a DMX voice. But anyway, we're getting the off cool kids, of this. The cool kids, you know. The, okay, the cool no, kids. No, no, no. You, the, you, you the done said it. The Rough Riders. I'm about to send it to your mama. Yep. Uh, <laughs> uh, any um, 
Any additional resources? I know you mentioned YouTube is a good resource yes. for um, parents wanting to, like additional, you know, additional mm -hmm. activities for their kids. Um, so at Khan Academy, there's so many out there. But what I would say is to the parents, you are the resource. You know, this is the time to really um, teach your kids things that you wouldn't typically have the time to teach them and things that schools necessarily aren't teaching them. How to do laundry, how to cook. Um, to going over Bible stories with them, just life skills that they're going to need, how to balance a checkbook. We don't use checkbooks anymore, but how to, you know, um, just live on a budget, how to create a budget, um, credit scores. You know, this is the, really the time to teach them things that they need to be successful in life. Um, so I would say that you are the resource. And this is really the time where you get to spend time with your child and really know what their strengths and weaknesses are because you are their number one advocate. Um, so when schools reopen, you know it, you know your child. So you're going to be able to communicate with the child's teacher um, about your child and, you know, what they need extra help with. Um, and just, just to have a voice, um, which is, I think, this I think this time is invaluable for parents to really connect with their children um, so that when schools are open, that they can be an, an active um, support in the school. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I, I love that, though, because this is definitely a time where we get to see exactly what happens, what kind of students our kids are, you know, um, because sometimes parents write home, I mean, uh, teachers write home reports and say, oh, your, your, your child did this. We're like, my child did what? I'll be my like, I'll be the first one to be like, oh, no, not my Layla. Yeah. Not, yeah, now, my, not my Jordan. <laughs> yeah, now I'm like, that's why your teacher sent them letters. My child would never. <laughs> yeah, now, my kid would never. Yeah. yeah. It's funny. Yeah, so. I'm speaking to parents now, and they're like, I never knew, like, my child did not know how to write. And I'm just wow. like, well, this is your time to really sit down and teach them. You know, like. Awesome. they're just like i can't believe they made it to high school and they can't form a sentence and i'm just like wow well this is the time yeah. you know you have all the time in the world now to really really focus on your child awesome yeah. awesome so do you have any encouraging words i'm sorry i'm taking all the questions no go ahead yeah. so i was going to say my kids don't know how to spell <laughs> you a liar don't, don't call me a liar on this podcast i'll tell you my kids be like mommy how you spell this how you spell this I'm like, Jesus, no, no, be no. a dictionary no, right no. now. They, they know how when, to spell it. It's just lazy. It's called being lazy. When that I was growing up, Rhonda, if I asked my parents how to spell something, I had to go get the dictionary Absolutely. and actually look the word up. And now I'll be so, like... It's so easy for them now. You just have to type it into Google. <laughs> right. I'll like, be like, kid, you ask Siri how to spell that? Because some words I don't be know how to spell that is the mother got to go to school. But um, um yes. Anyway, that is anyway, all off topic. Off, what off were you gonna ask? I was gonna ask, uh, do you have any encouraging words for your fellow teachers during this time? Um, so we are going so we're going to get through this together. Um we can either look at this with either um the glass half full or the glass half empty. Um and we have to choose every day to look at it with the glass half full. Um, so it's just being very intentional about our thoughts and our mindset. Um, and we'll get through this. You know, we've, we've, we've gotten through a lot of things in the past. So we'll definitely get through this one. Awesome. awesome. Nice. That's yeah. awesome. So Rhonda, any proud teacher moments? I know I have a million nurse moments, um, that I can share any proud teacher moments that, you know, made you make you feel so proud that this is the right thing you chose. Um, so like you said, there's a lot <laughs> within my past 10 years, but I'm, I'm thinking about one in particular, my very first year teaching when I was teaching in Philly, um, 
so one of my students came up to me and she was like, so what is it like to be baptized? And, you know, this is a public school. You're not supposed to have these kind of conversations when it comes to religion um, with your students. But, you know, I was talking to her about it and, you know, you have to be saved in the entire process. And I'm like, what made you ask me? And she's like, I don't know, something about you just, just told me that you went to church, you know, that you, I was like, yeah, you know, I do. Um, Cause she was going to get baptized that, that following Sunday. And she was really nervous about it, but that really spoke volumes to me because um, one thing that I will say is that I love teaching, you know, the purpose that I go to, the reason why I go to school every day is to educate. Um, but I do want my students to see God in me. I want them to see Christ in me. I want them to see love in me. Um, because I really do believe that what I do is ministry and it's just ministry outside of the church. Um, so that was definitely a moment that spoke volumes to me. It's touched me dearly. Awesome. <laughs> nice. awesome. It's the God in me. I can't sing, but it reminded me of that Mary Mary song. You sing it. Come it's on, Aaron. Come on. Come on you got he, he stopped singing to me, Rhonda. It's, it's, it doesn't happen anymore. Um, any any other quarantine? Yeah. <laughs> Quarantina. Um, so one question. Yes. Before I forget my kids, my, this is the question from my kids. Can you weigh in on this debate going on in our house? Should kids have homework? My kids think they should not have homework. They said it affects family time. We can't have <laughs> dinners together. They're all, Good they're, they're okay, all, lawyer. they're all convinced that homework is from the devil. <laughs> so, so can you weigh in on this debate in our house? Should kids have homework or not? All right. So as we all know, um, when we compare to other countries, America, unfortunately, cannot compare. We're, we're far behind. Um, and that's in comparison to other countries that don't give homework. Um, however, I am an English teacher and I give homework to my students because I do think that homework is very important. Um, I think repetition is very important. So you learn a skill in, the, in class with 30 other students, um, but it's really important that you're able to go home and to practice that skill because repetition is it's how you really learn. Um, so I think it's important. I think especially depending on the subject, it's very important. Um, but what I can say to the teachers, we have to be very mindful about the quantity of work that we give and the quality of work that we give. Um, students shouldn't be doing homework for hours every night. Um, and we also shouldn't be given busy work. Um, so just making sure that the homework is aligned to the objective um, for that lesson so that students will master that objective and they can be able to practice at home. All right, kids. I'll Dr. Rhonda said y'all got to do homework. <laughs> yes, homework is a go, definitely. Oh my gosh. So Rhonda, I know you were gonna be graduating, yeah. getting your doctorate. Um, I know, yes, I know a lot of graduations have been canceled. Mm -hmm. Um, you yeah. know, we have a lot of friends um with also graduating from college and yeah. high school. So if you had to do like a little mini convocation speech, what would you say to the graduating class of 2020? Um, just how proud I am of them. I do know, I do realize that it's a lot of work. You know, it's a lot of work to find. And when you're finally at the, at the finish line, you feel like, oh, um, that's it. You know, like I never want to be inside of the classroom again. But just remember that we're lifelong learners. Uh, we may not necessarily be in a physical classroom, but just always have that desire to always want to learn, always want to read. Um, 
but I'm just so godly proud of them because I know the how much work it is um and just to keep reaching for the stars you know um you you can never learn too much you know and just always being prepared for any door that can possibly be open you know the door may not be open right now but just in case it opens you're prepared for it um so that would be my speech on the spot speech (laughs) so so i'm I'm gonna i'm gonna piggyback off of that so now you're walking across the stage and you just got your diploma your your doctorate in your hand and they gave you the microphone to thank some people that you wanted to thank who would be the people that you would thank the most for on on that day okay so i would thank god definitely thank god um, because there are times when I was down and out and no one knew and God was the only person who was there to really strengthen me and to encourage me. Um, so Jesus Christ, let's start there. I will thank my parents. My parents um, came to America with nothing um, so that my siblings and I can just have a better education. Um, and I've seen my dad waking up at all hours of the morning, four o'clock in the morning, coming home late at night. He was a construction worker. Um, my mom also went to school while working and raising um, my siblings and I. So I see the hard work that they invested into our lives. So I would definitely thank them. Um, I'm able to say that I'm, I'm loan free because they definitely helped me with my bachelor's degree. You know, So that was a blessing that a lot of people cannot say. Um, my friends, my church family, uh, my village, my village, I love them. Um, and I wouldn't be where I am today if it wasn't for them holding me up in prayer, holding me up with the encouraging words. Um, so that would, that would definitely be my thank yous. Oh, that's awesome. That's that's so good. I know Mama Antoine recently got her, her master's degree, right? Shout out to how, Mama. Shout out great. to Mama Antoine. How, and how old, if you don't mind me asking, how old was it that she recently Ooh, got Oh, I don't know if she already put her business out there. I'm, I'm just saying, to, moti- to motivate people, 50s. right? In her in, 50s. Yeah, my mom is in her 50s, and she just got her bachelor's, okay? Um, so right. definitely, it's never too late. It's never too late. If, if it's what you want, go for it. Amen. Oh, that's awesome. Amen. Thank you. Amen. All right. Fun questions, Ron. The favorite book yeah. and why? Purpose Driven Life. Um, I read that book two years ago, 2018. I was down and out. Um, going. Through, it was just like a really rough year for me. Um, so it was life changing for me. After reading that book, I got heavily involved in ministry. Um, it was just life changing. My perspective on life changed. I'm, a, I'm actually just reading it again for the second time. Cause it's that good. So I would recommend that book to everyone. Purpose Driven Life by Rick Warren. Yeah, nice. We read it a couple awesome. times as yeah, well. Yeah, we did. Book, great we book. did. We had a Bible study on it too. Yeah. Uh, share yeah. your favorite scripture with us, Rhonda, and why? Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lead not on your own understanding. In all thy ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. That scripture has gotten me through times. Times when I felt like, why is this happening? Lord, like what is going on? Like this cannot be you. Um, but now that I look back on my journey of life, it makes sense. It makes sense. You know, and I wish that in those seasons, I just trusted him more. Um, and I lacked faith then, but now I'm able to look back and like, oh, this is why that happened. This is why that happened. Like God, right, he was right. holding me down all this time. And I didn't even know. Um, so even when it, 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 it doesn't make sense, just trust that God He's making a way and he's opening doors for you. Nice. Love it, sis. Love awesome. it. Awesome. That's our actually our um our memory verse this week that we're learning with our kids. With kids Whoa. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's awesome. Um, what else? Favorite did favorite favorite quotes? Any favorite quotes or affirmations that you? Um. Okay. So, I ask my parent, my students to memorize this every September, and it sucks that I don't know it. I feel like I don't. <laughs> I should know this by now. But excuses are the tools of the weak and the incompetent. They're used to build monuments and bridges. To, they're, they're used to build monuments to nothingness and bridges to nowhere. Those who use them seldom excel in anything but excuses. Mm. Nice. Bars. It's long. It's long, but it's powerful. Yeah, okay, yeah, Rhonda. I like that. I like it. Yeah. All right. So quick questions. What's one thing that you live by? The Bible. Okay. The Bible. Some, something that you would tell your, your younger self. Um, I'll definitely tell myself, my younger self, to just trust the process, have faith. Um, there were so many times when I was crying myself to sleep. Um, even now, like, you know, there's times I'm just crying. I'm just like, why am I crying? You know, like, <laughs> I'm, I'm extremely emotional, sensitive at times. But um, just have faith. You know, it's all going to work out. Um, so that's what I'll tell my younger self. Awesome. Last question. What would you, yes, last question. What would you tell your future self? Have faith. Trust the journey. <laughs> I love it. Same I love thing. It. Like, that's one thing I have to live by because it's just so many unsure moments of, like, what's going to happen next? You know, I think I'm just, I try to control everything, every variable in my life. It's just, like, God is in control. You know, like, no matter how much you may want something to happen, it's, if it's not God's will, it's not going to happen. So just chill out, chill out, yeah. you know? So, yeah, love it, love it. I totally believe that, especially in this season that we're going in, like right now, I'm usually like checklist and this has to be done by this yes. month and this year and by this age and do this and do that. And now it's just like, I'm dealing with just total surrender. Like, like there's nothing I can do. God is in control. Like, like I didn't need a pandemic to remind me, but a pandemic is here to remind me that yeah. God is in control yep. and like, you know, we just have to live by his plan, live by his will. That's right. So, so Dr. Rhonda Antoine, we thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate you. Awesome. We are so godly proud of you. Yes. Uh, we, oh, again, you. we remember you just being this young girl coming along, running behind your sister and stuff like that. And, yes. um, and tell the you're gonna tell the story. And not, yeah, I'm gonna tell the story right now. <laughs> She's a doctor now, but you know, back in the day, I was worried about Rhonda because she got a new car and she went to go fill it up with diesel gas instead of putting regular or. or... There's a story behind. Lord have that. mercy. <laughs> you a doctor now, but you know, I was I started praying that day, so and... I think. Uh, For the record, the car still works. My friend is driving it. It still works. Yes. See, so it didn't ruin. It didn't ruin the. I think. I think the day I started praying was the day your life changed around because that was the day I said. I said something. She ain't wrapped too tight. So I'm. I'm gonna pray for this girl right Rhonda, now. Rhonda gave us rides in her Rav Four. Okay, that Rav Four took us lots of places. I'm not complaining. I whatever diesel, sport. whatever kind of gasoline you put in there, it got us places. Oh, All right. Aaron, you had jokes for years. So I don't understand. When will this one die out? It will never. It will never. It just if if, if I, yeah, it, it'll never die. But again, Rhonda, we thank you so much. I don't know it's ten years ago, but you know, you gotta let people know. You gotta humble yourselves. I got you got everybody got stories to humble themselves. You know what I mean? 
look, Rhonda, when you become a millionaire after all these investment properties and all this you stuff that you have, I'm just prophesying stuff. Yes, you have your first investment property when you have lots more. You're a millionaire. Come put some diesel in my car. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm gonna be the one on, on social media trolling her. Like she ain't even that smart. She put diesel in her car. No, I'll be trolling on uh, on Instagram. But uh, oh, but Rhonda, thank you again oh, for joining God. us. We appreciate you. No we love problem. you, sis. Proud of you. Love and um, what no, anything else? No, that's it. We thank you. Thank you for everything you're doing in the classroom. We know you have your doctorate. You could be like superintendent and running the yeah. whole thing. But you're in the classroom with our children, and we appreciate you. We yeah. appreciate everything oh. that you're doing. Yep, thank you so no much. Problem. So, family, that is our, our show for today. We thank you so much, Rhonda, for joining us. You know how to get AP and Toya podcast. We are on YouTube. We are on Spotify. We are on Apple Podcasts. We are on iHeartRadio. Everywhere you can get a podcast, you will find AP and Toya. Make sure you guys subscribe to the YouTube. And thank you so, so much for taking the time out just to check us out for this episode of our podcast. All right? Yes. Be blessed, guys. We love you, and we'll be before you again next week. Peace. Bye. I wouldn't trade it for anything Cause what we have is heaven seen I never saw you coming my way But I sure do appreciate it I do And when they try